Hi there. This is Amber. And Hannah. From Gin and Sometimes Whiskey. We're here to drop in a special St. Patrick's Day little mini-sode. But first of all, we just want to say thank you for listening. It's been so fun to see where you all are from and to get to know you a little bit. So I think today we're going to talk about Jameson and really just write a love letter to Jameson, as well as just to <laughs> let you know that we're going to be switching up our content a little bit due to the global events that are happening. More phone is. We really want to hear from you and maybe read some of your gin stories. Um, and so you'll be seeing some content hit our Instagram. But before we get into all of that, I'm going to turn it over to Hannah and we're going to talk about Jameson, the man and the company. Yeah. And Ross gave me a lot more uh, cred than I think I deserve, but we're just going to go into it. So um, John Jameson, as people who've gone to the distillery or read the back of a Jameson bottle probably know, was the founder of the Jameson Company. What you might not know, and what I learned on the Irish Whiskey Museum website, also really want to go there sometime soon, soon. is that John Jameson married into a distilling family. So he was Scottish, as was his bride. Um, so Margaret Haig was actually like distilling vibes times 500 because not only was she married into the Haig Distilling Company, but she was first cousins of the Steins Whiskey Distillery, which John takes over and like manages super well, makes Jameson consistent, high quality, changed the name to himself. They have a zillion kids. And by zillion, I mean 16. But the crazy thing is it all goes back to Margaret, right? She had the connections. He is just a lawyer up to this point with a lot of whiskey dreams. So I don't know if this is just, you know, happy Women's History Month and happy St. Patrick's Day or... Like double, double. Yeah. Like, like a double if, Jameson. Double Jameson on the rocks level, but also like maybe just marry into a distilling family, even if you have no qualifications. Beautiful. I love it. Learn the trade, make it good, become famous, have people like traipse all through your distilling, distillery you know, wearing like Kiss Me I'm Irish shirts for the next 200 years. You know what I love? I love that this is a female involved in the whiskey business in a running a business whose story hasn't been deleted through time, right? Which we see happening a lot. That's, it's really awesome. Yeah, no, she's loved the Jameson. Yeah, her family was so high profile that like the fact that she was part of it and was mentioned kind of indicates that she at least was influential if not socially, probably financially. Mm-hmm. She brought John Jameson his cred and probably got him investors as Jameson changes bottles over the year and, and distribution, all that stuff takes access. Yes. And she provided that, which is huge. So Massive. way to venture fund your husband, Margaret. Yeah, congrats all to all of that. Cheers. Cheers. So yeah, so that's our little bit for St. Patrick's Day here in the States, but also to our friends in Ireland who are probably just going to Mass maybe drinking a little bit, but not being hooligans. Um, Props at home, like a lot of us right now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so if you're at home, listen to this. You have more you want to share about Jameson, its influences, other Irish whiskeys, um, other Irish gins that are great that are moving around the market. Yeah, Um, we've we've been learning all month with the Irish gin hashtag on our Instagram account. If you're not following it, following it. It's super fun to see all of all the craft gins that are taking off in Ireland right now. Yeah, we love it. So yeah, so hit us up at gin underscore and underscore whiskey 
that's our handle on Instagram. Love to chat with you. Love to connect you um, to kind of the stuff that we know, but also we'd love to learn more. Yeah. And I will say since we are all about our gin founding stories here, we thought we would switch it up for just a minute and tell how we learned to love Jameson or that moment we realized that we loved Jameson, hence our love letter to gloriousness. Yeah, Ross has a solid 10-year head start on her Jameson love for me, so I'll let her go with that. Yeah, so my story is pretty American classic, honestly. Went over to see a friend of mine who was studying uh, graduate school in the UK. We decided to journey over from wherever he was at, I don't know somewhere <laughs> close <London>. friend <laughs> strong memories <laughs> it is so strong fresh memory, but I'm trying to be kind of fast about it and it just le- left my mind so, <laughs> Brian he was in Brian so <laughs> journey up to her beloved Liverpool ferried over to Dublin because we wouldn't make it easy and just take a plane right we had to of course not no visit our football team so yeah. <laughs> we went over it was tired whatever just hanging out first pub we hit up in Dublin and I had never had Jameson and my friend his name was Zach he ordered it I think he left and I drank mine and his and then asked him where <laughs> he had been hiding Jameson from me for my like my entire being and life because it was the nectar of the gods I loved it so much and <laughs> kind of just drank Jameson wherever we went and that you're right that was probably about 10 years ago so yeah. hence my love of Jameson just a quick note to fast forward that probably six months, not even a year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was meeting with a, a city official of Indianapolis, you know, technically, I guess I worked for at the time and we were having drinks and I just ordered Jameson straight up and threw it back. And he told me, I don't even remember this, but he told me that was the moment that he realized this girl does not mess around and I need her on my team. So quick Jameson sidebar there. There you go. Yeah, the Jameson for sealing the deal, the power play Jameson. Because, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think of Jameson as a shot, which it usually is on St. Pat's. Yeah. And no. at a lot of, like, fratty bars. Like, it's something I can drink on the rocks. So it's just neat. And it's, it's yeah, it's a sweeter whiskey. You can talk about it. It's not yeah, artisanal, I use it a whatever, lot as dessert. Instead of good. a dessert, I have a little bit of Jameson because it is that sweet smoothness. Yeah. So yeah, I think so that that's Hannah, perfectly fine. Yeah. So Hannah, tell me your story. I, I don't know if I know what it is. Well, oh, it's a little bit embarrassing, but I think that's why we tell these stories, right? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> um, I was in college. I was over 21. Um, and we were meeting up with one of a few of my friends from high school were meeting up from with this high school teacher that had left our high school who we all thought was so cool. This is um, the beginning of a great story. I can't <laughs> So embarrassing. In, in Chicago, where I do now live, and now I'm realizing, like, oh, my God, maybe I, like, something in there, like, haunted me. But, no, there's just, I got a job in Chicago. That's how it works. But, anyways, um, we meet up with him and his fiance at the time, now wife, um, for a drink, and I just got like a beer. I might have gotten a rum and coke because I was doing rum and diet for a while. A lot of I know, people but, do when they're young. When they're young and dumb. Um, but I remember that he just got Jameson on the rocks, and I was like, "Whoa! Like you can do that. Like you can order something just on the rocks and not be what I had thought in my head would be like a very sloppy alcoholic 
thing. You know, like I was not an experienced drinker. Granted, I was just 21. Um, and so I think that, that, yeah, that was the start of it. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I'll try that when I go to a bar. I went to a college bar. One of the few times you get a drink that's like actually what you expect because mm-hmm. it's just poured on the rocks. Um, and yeah, I was like, wow, this, this works. So, and then Ross obviously reinforced that. But I do my best. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we have it in our house a lot of the time. So, so, yeah. so that's my story. You have to have it. Actually, I think I might, yeah, I'm on my last, maybe I have like a four second pour left in there, but not much. I'd rather get more. Yeah, me too. Me too, but you know, we're on a little bit of social distancing right now. So I decided <laughs> I'll just stick with gin. I'll re-up all my Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, now we'll know more. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to keep reading the Irish Whiskey Museum website after I get off work this afternoon. Oh, so. sounds great. I'll have to check it out too. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, cheers. Stay Again, our, our Instagram is Jen underscore and underscore whiskey. If you need a chance to kind of get something out of your system about gin and whiskey, something sweet and nice, preferably mm-hmm. not a rant against Jameson, but if you do, that's fine. Just make it quippy. But uh, so otherwise, fun, I guess, if you're going to be negative. <laughs> if you're going to be negative, keep it fun. That, that might be a t-shirt we make for us soon. But anyways, <laughs> love you all. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.